Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us worship the Lord our God. to the Lord, bless God's name, tell of God's salvation from day to day. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. God is to be revered above all gods, for all the gods of the people are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Holy God, creator of all things, redeemer of all life, sustainer of all our days, we thank you and we praise you for the wonder of this life. Accept our worship, O Lord, and grant that this hour may fulfill and nurture us as we seek to worship our risen Savior, in whose name we offer our prayer. Amen. 
may be seated. Grace and peace to you, and welcome to the First Presbyterian Church in Philadelphia, both those gathered in this sanctuary as well as everyone worshiping in other locations. We are glad and grateful to gather together in worship of God. I would invite everyone to a brief time of fellowship at the conclusion of this service, which will take place in Old Buttonwood Hall, which is just out this door to my right and down a short ramp. There you will find our deacons have prepared some light refreshments, but most importantly, the opportunity for us to speak with one another more personally than we can during the hour of worship. I'd also like to invite everyone, members and guests alike, please, to fill out the friendship pad, which should be on your pew. Fill it out and send it down and back again, and please do sign in, even if you are sitting on a pew completely by yourself, because that is now our only means of contact tracing. If we need to let you know that someone has had a, a COVID exposure, that's how we know where you're sitting in the sanctuary and who's around you and so forth. So, so please do fill that out and pass it down. Then, then we'll also have the advantage of each other's names at the conclusion of this service. I'd like to highlight just a couple of things from the announcements portion of your bulletin. Uh, that is to note that next Sunday we will have a service of choral evensong at 4 o'clock here in the sanctuary. And then the second isn't so much me highlighting it, it's calling on Doug O'Malley who is going to highlight our Minute for Education. So Doug? Thank you, Reverend. Good morning, and welcome to the Sunday after Easter. Welcome to the day after the day after Earth Day. This weekend are the days for Earth Day events, delayed two years because of the pandemic. As we like to say in the environmental movement, every day is Earth Day. But of course, it isn't, it isn't as if every day is Earth Day. And just as we know, it isn't like every year on the Christian calendar is Easter. Our challenge is to keep that ethos alive all year long. On a personal note, it's great to see so many of you again. My name is Doug O'Malley, and in my day job, I serve as the Director of Environment New Jersey. I have the distinct pleasure of leading a book study as part of the Adult Christian Education Program on Saving Us, a climate scientist case for hope and healing in a divided world. It will be held virtually starting this Wednesday, April 27th at 7.30 p.m. And uh, part of the reason I'm so excited is because the ethos of Earth Day is both about collective and personal activism and virtue and sharing shared values. And that's what this book is about. The early seminal works of the climate movement try to win hearts and minds through the realities of scientific research, and the titles clearly ring the alarm bell, from an inconvenient truth, to field notes from a catastrophe, and to the more recent and dire, an uninhabitable Earth, to today's code red for humanity from climate scientists. If fear were the best motivator, we would have solved climate change by now. But if the pandemic has taught us nothing, it is, as George, or George Orwell said, Sometimes it's hardest to see what is in front of our noses. This study is spread into three sections, and it's designed for those that love reading and those who don't, uh, those that think and wrestle with green issues, and those of us that don't. And for those of you that think about how we communicate and listen, and those of you that don't even know how to talk about climate change, because it either seems so obvious 
or depressing, or both. This is a class for everybody, including those that like a free book. I encourage you to come and sign up for the study and pick up a book after the service in the church office. The most important thing we do about any crisis is to learn how to talk about it and communicate to each other, to people like us, and also to people not like us. The author, Catherine Higo, is a climate scientist, an evangelical Christian, a Canadian, an optimist, and a professor in Texas, not necessarily in the, that order. Her goal is to get us to learn how to talk about climate change, to engage using shared values, and an optimism in maximizing the solutions at hand. Come join us to be part of that conversation. And let me just end with a quotation, which Catherine includes in her book attributed to St. Augustine. Hope has two beautiful daughters. Their names are anger and courage. Anger at the way things are, encouraged to see that they do not remain as they are. Come join us to learn to be hopeful and a little bit courageous. Thank you. Thank you, Doug. The Bible teaches us that if we say that we have no sin, the truth is not in us and we deceive only ourselves. But the same Bible that offers us this conviction of our sin also assures us always of God's pardon. There is no need to fear confession, only to be honest with our God who has made us, who knows us, and who loves us. So let us pray together, first in unison and then in silence. O Lord our God, we confess that we have not trusted the good news. Our shouts about empty tombs are short-lived. We have rolled the stone back over the door. Even still, we know that we are sinners in need of grace. Even still, we know that we have not loved you with our whole heart, mind, strength, and soul. And we know that we have not loved our neighbors as ourselves either. So forgive us, we pray. Restore us to the knowledge of the empty tomb and the good news of the resurrection, and then give our faith strength and conviction that we may be doers of the word and not hearers only. These and all of our prayers we offer in the silence of our hearts. We ask in the name of the risen Christ. Amen. Who is in a position to condemn? Only Christ. And Christ died for us. Christ rose for us. Christ reigns in power for us. Christ even prays for us. So, beloved in Christ, believe the promise of the gospel. In Jesus Christ, we are forgiven. Our first reading of scripture comes to us today from the Revelation to John reading in the first chapter, verses 4 through 8. John, to the seven churches that are in Asia, grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come and from the seven spirits who are before his throne and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead and the ruler of the kings of the earth. To him who loves us and freed us from our sins by his blood, 
and made us to be a kingdom, priests serving his God and Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Look, he is coming with the clouds. Every eye will see him, even those who pierced him. And on his account all the tribes of the earth will wail. So it is to be. Amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. Here ends our first reading. Our second lesson is taken from the Acts of the Apostle, Apostles, the fifth chapter, the 27th verse through the 32nd. Continue to listen for God's word. When they had brought him, they had them stand before the council. The high priest questioned them, saying, We gave you strict orders not to teach in his name, yet here you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching, and you are determined to bring this man's blood on us. But Peter and the apostles answered, We must obey God rather than any human authority. The God of our ancestors raised up Jesus, whom you had killed by hanging him on a tree. God exalted him at his right hand as leader and savior so that he might give repentance to Israel and the forgiveness of sins. And we are witnesses to these things. And so is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. proclamation of the word is to be delivered today through the music of our choir and our visiting musicians, let us offer a word of prayer for their witness of faith. Let us pray. Most gracious and merciful God, grant now that the words of everyone's mouths and the meditations of all of our hearts may be acceptable, even pleasing in your sight. O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen.
Please stand. The Nicene Creed is one of the ancient ecumenical creeds of our church. And as we say it this morning, we know that Orthodox Christians who are today celebrating Easter Day are also saying it in Russia, in Ukraine, in Egypt, in Armenia, in Greece, along with Christians like us all across the globe. So let us say with them what we believe. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. You may be seated. Out of our abundance, we bring our gifts given to God through the church in order to transform the world. You may bring your offering forward and place it in these plates or make your gift online.
considered. Let us pray together. Our God, the heavens declare your glory, and the firmament shows the work of your hands. One day tells its tale to another, and each night imparts its knowledge to the next. The sun, the moon, the seas, the dry lands, the plants that enrich the earth, the creatures that swim and fly and run, all these gifts of your creation, although they have no words or language, their sound goes out to all the lands and their messages to the ends of the earth. As this week we celebrate the earth and recommit ourselves to honor and protect it, we offer our prayers for the earth. May we hear the cries of creation and see in its power and beauty your own image and your deep love for what you have made. May we love all of your creation, every grain of sand, every leaf, every ray of light, ancient trees, pollinating bees, and all animals. May we not trouble the earth's life or waste its resources or abuse its beauty. May we look on the natural world with reverence and acknowledge that we are small in the vastness of the universe. We know that for you, O oh God, all life is like an ocean. All is flowing and blending. And that when we withhold any measure of love from anything in your universe, we withhold that same measure of love from you. Lord God, as we pray, we bring our sisters and brothers, strangers and neighbors, into your presence. We rejoice with those who rejoice today, with those who have found love, with those who have been healed of disease, with those who look forward to marriage and the birth of children, with those who have meaningful work and happy families, with those who have safe and happy homes, with those who worship you in freedom and in the beauty of holiness. And we weep with those who weep today, 
those who are sick in their bodies, their minds, their spirits. Those who have lost beloved sons and daughters, fathers and mothers, to the violence of guns. Those who have lost jobs or who cannot find meaningful work and struggle for ways to use their gifts. For those who flee their own lands and homes seeking refuge and the strength and grace of a new community. We weep today for and with the people of Ukraine who face unimaginable loss and suffering as their cities and homes and families and lives are destroyed by violence. Bring them peace. Be close to all who suffer this day, O oh God. And yet, even in the midst of suffering, we offer the gratitude that is in our hearts. Gratitude for our lives, for this church community, for the freedom to worship, for the food and shelter and friendship that sustain us each day. And today we offer our gratitude, especially for the gifts of music, for the beauty of sacred compositions that last through centuries, for the beauty of instruments and of human voices raised in harmony and praise, for the creativity of musicians who offer their gifts in community. With them, we raise our hallelujahs and offer them in the name of Jesus Christ, who taught us all to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen.
and now to God, who by the power at work within us is able to do exceedingly abundantly more than we could ever ask or imagine, to God be all glory and honor in the church and in Christ Jesus now and forevermore. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance and give you peace both this day and forevermore. Amen. Thank you.